once again to the E-Bone Zone. I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 186th time on this Friday, June 26, 2020. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, Rock Paper, Show Me the Money. this have you ever heard of rock paper scissors wait a second hold on are you are you even listening to this guy have you heard of rock paper scissors of course everyone has it's like the most basic thing ever dude babies come out of the womb knowing what that is here's something i bet you didn't know you can be sued for it okay maybe not just by playing rock paper scissors but i'll get to that in a minute this whole thing happened in canada otherwise known as the national equivalent of that one incredibly polite brother-in-law you have. It started out as a harmless $517,000 bet between two friends back in 2011. Somebody had to lose, and the guy that did, well, he had to take out another mortgage on his house to be able to pay up. Maybe not so harmless after all. It's, uh, it seems pretty bad. Let me just, hold on, wait a second. Let me just stop you right here, bro. Why are you betting this much, or now that I'm thinking about it, betting it all on rock, paper, scissors? That's just strange. My goodness, I thought people betting on horse races was as weird as it could get. Seriously, I don't understand that. Why would you bet your entire life savings on a horse named Mustard Wizard being able to run faster than Rooster Mechanic or that other one, I don't know, that one that's named after the weird noise your blender makes once a week because you've got a short-circuited wire somewhere in your house. It seems like a very financially insecure thing to do, don't you think? And plus, the races only last like 30 seconds, if that. So I don't see how it's worth your time. Dude, snap out of it. You're ranting about horse racing again. What have I told you? You gotta stop this. That's like the eighth time this week. I I don't want to keep slapping you and telling you to stop. You've got to get a grip. <sighs> Sorry, I, I, I got sidetracked. What was I talking about? Oh, right, the, the rock scissors thing. They took it to appeals court to see if it was an actual bet because, according to Canadian law, the bet has to be based on an activity of skill or bodily exertion, not just chance. I've got you there, mate. Do you know how much effort it takes to play rock, paper, scissors? Hold on, I, I, I gotta take this. doesn't take much out of you. It's pretty intense. Have you never played it before? You've got to do the arm motions and make snap decisions about what you... My goodness, can you believe this, dude? Okay, so apparently I was wrong. Rock, paper, scissors isn't the cutthroat game of blood, sweat, and tears I once thought it was. The bet was thrown out because at the end of the day, it's back to my original point, that's too much money. Louder for the people in the back. Betting on rock, paper, scissors is weird. This week, I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Luke. Luke chapter 9, verse 23 says, And he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. In this verse, Jesus is talking to the disciples about what it means to be a disciple. We're going to zero in on this first part of the verse. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. We're going to focus particularly on let him deny himself. What does denying ourselves mean? 
Well, firstly, denying ourselves is crucial to living life as a Christian. We know that we will have those impulses. We know that we will have those urges to go against the will of God because that is man's nature. We want to sin. We want to go back to the way we naturally are before we were converted by Christ. Before we knew Christ, we want to revert back to that lifestyle, but... As a Christian, we must, as followers of Christ, take up our cross daily. We must do things against our natural wills. We must do things against the grain of this world. We have a new life in Christ, and we want to show that to the world. We want to go against the grain and do things as God would have us do them. And we can't do that. We can't show our example of a new life in Christ. We can't show the love of God to this world if we're going around doing all the things that we used to do in our sinful pasts. We come to the second major point in this verse and take up his cross daily. Now, what does this mean for us as followers of Christ? One commentary on this verse says that taking up your cross means to self-sacrifice. And what that means is to have your own will take a back seat to God's will, even though it might be hard to go against something that you want to do. It will be more beneficial to you to go for what God wants you to do because his ways are higher than ours. So we see here, those are the things we've got to do if we want to live a strong Christian life, a life in the Spirit of God. We need to be after God's own heart. We need to be men and women and people after God's own heart. As much as David was after God's own heart, so should we be. And of course, we need to follow him closely. We need to follow him nearly. We know that even if we go astray, like the Bible says, he'll leave the night. 99 to find the one, but we need to stay close to that flock because the closer we stay to the flock, the closer we are to his protection. The closer we are to his will, and the closer we are to his will, the better off we are. Hey, speaking of effort, you've heard of Mike Tyson, haven't you? Oh, Mike. How many more times do we have to go over this? That's twice in one episode. Yes, people have heard of one of the most influential boxers of the 20th century. This man's a legend, and you're asking stuff like this? Come on now, dude. Step up your game. Anyway, I heard this one being floated around my house the other day, and I looked it up, and I thought it should be in an episode. Apparently, Mike had rented a zoo out for a date so he could go with his wife, and when he got to the gorilla cage, this one silverback was, let's just say, getting a little big-headed and acting tough. So then he goes up to the zookeeper and says, Hey, how you doing, bud? Okay, listen, I don't like how that one's looking at me. I'll tell you what, I'll give you ten grand right now if you open the cage and let me knock him out. I'll teach him some manners for you. Well, Mikey, I don't know how that one would have worked for you, considering that I don't know of any animal that takes well to being hit in the face, especially not a gorilla. Dude, it's a gorilla. If you stay calm, it's going to stay calm. But if you go in there trying to recreate Ali versus Frazier, it'll do what God made it to do, namely rip you in half and not think twice. Thankfully, the zookeeper that was on shift that day wasn't easily bribed, so he didn't let it happen. 
And you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, what on earth do you have to think that results in the words, hey, I want to fight that massive gorilla over there coming out of your mouth? In case you can't tell, this one's got me pretty stumped, if I'm honest. I appreciate you hanging out with me and taking time out of your week to hear what I've had to say. But that looks like all the time we've got for this episode. You can stay connected easily on Facebook and Twitter by searching Ebone Zone on Facebook and official EBZ on Twitter. That's capital O and official capital EBZ. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and drop a review. Tell me how I'm doing and subscribe if you can. Until next time, God bless you. Stay humble and keep an ear out. (laughs) 